Freaks. It's Thursday, January 11th, 2024. Coming up on the program today, introducing the Maya Angelou of fisting. Plus, Lucifer comes out as African-American, threatening to sue Taco Bell because you blew up your own microwave, and holding in ass gas could end up producing mouth farts. All coming up today. The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniff freak. I've injected my knee with uh, my feces, 120 cc's under my kneecap, just liquefy it, pump it in. I'm a sucker for other people's pain. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you for your Thursday episode of DV. Have a great one for you. Did you guys know one of the most popular ways people listen to podcasts? I'm talking about audio podcasts is YouTube. I don't get it, but I was reading some stats, and by some metrics, it's even more popular than Spotify, which itself is becoming a huge way people consume podcasts. I think YouTube being used for podcasts is more of a generational thing, like maybe young people like to get their shows that way. I don't get it necessarily, but YouTube is making it easier for podcasters to make their content available. Like it'll pull from the the, the podcast feed here on the website and just automatically uh, post new shows. They're technically videos, right? There's just like a static image of whatever album artwork and then the audio plays. Anyway, even though I don't uh, understand it, as a podcaster, you you know, you have to go where people are listening, right? So, new episodes of DV are available on a YouTube channel and YouTube Music. I'll provide a link on the show notes today to our channel. It's youtube.com slash at Distorted View Daily. It's a special channel just for the audio podcasts. New episodes are posted there, and uh, we've got, I don't know, about 100 or so right now, older episodes. That, by the way, has been an ordeal. You know, I have a real love-hate relationship with YouTube. I love them. They hate me. You know, back when I was doing videos, occasionally I would do a live stream and accidentally show cock or vagina, and I'd get in trouble for that. 
I could understand that, you know, it's my mistake. I was being careless. Then they started flagging, you know, my other content because it was too extreme for them. You know, the visuals are shocking. Even when there was like no nudity. Like I remember a, a video where I was playing um, clips of quicksand fetish. These fully clothed people were just standing in quicksand and that was uh, too sexual for them. The nice thing about audio is uh, nothing is shown. There's no visual component. And even uh, some of the more titillating audio that I play, you don't really know that, that that's what's going on, right? I could be making the whole thing up. The woman who's screaming because she's trying to fit a whole cactus up her cunt? That's just an actress I hired. Yeah, she was sitting right next to me. She was sipping on her big gulp, and then I pointed at her, and she uh, leaned into the microphone and just uh, screamed, Oh my god! My pussy's on fire! There's thorns in my cunt lips! It's not porn, it's just words, man. She was trained at Juilliard. Her acting partner was Brian Atene. I ain't gonna walk again. <laughs> There's a deep cut for you. Anyway, what's funny is when I was setting up this uh, YouTube channel to, to uh, you know, pull all of the episodes from the RSS feed, you know, it's all done automatically. A very nice, easy, simple tool YouTube is providing. Almost immediately, we ran into some problems. You know, it would start this process of pulling in the old episodes of the show, putting them on my YouTube channel, and then all of a sudden, everything would shut down and I couldn't do anything. Perplexed, you know, I would uh, go to my main YouTube page and see I was under a seven day ban. That's why all the uploads stopped. Well, you know, when you're banned for seven days, you, you you can't upload any new shows. I'm like, what? What did I do? I just put in my RSS feed. I've been a good boy. All right. So check this shit out. I know this is kind of like in the weeds or inside baseball or whatever when it comes to podcasting, but stick with me. What YouTube does is they pull the episode, the audio, right? They post that. And then in the description of the video, they paste uh, your show notes. And then what YouTube does is at the very end of the show notes, it links to the podcast website, specifically the web page that goes to whatever episode of DV you're listening to. I kept getting content strikes, not because of the content in the show, not because of the audio, but because of that website URL. It's not even something I want included in the fucking description. It's just something YouTube posts there. So, like, if I've got an episode titled Spermy Frozen Pops and Stinky Panties, which, by the way, was a real episode title back in 2022... YouTube would post a link to, you know, distortedview.com slash show slash spermy frozen pops and stinky panties forward slash. And then YouTube would send me an email saying we've removed your content because of that URL. What's funny is the episode title is also the title of the video on YouTube. So if you search for spermy frozen pops and stinky panties, my episode of DV would show up and YouTube doesn't have a problem with that. It's just in the link. Having those words is the issue. It's the dumbest fucking thing. So thankfully, I was able to appeal all of those. And for once, YouTube saw it my way. Hopefully, it'll be smooth sailing from here on out. So if you are a fan of getting your podcast through YouTube, check out Distorted View. All right. I do have a bunch of great audio to share with you today. First up, got to say thanks to Tyler Soros Rex for an amazing link. This is exactly the type of content I'm looking for. Fisting poetry. I am talking specifically about the Twitter or X account at Fist Poet. He is a fisting enthusiast. 
According to his bio, 18 plus, stretching and shaping our bodies into new forms. His approach to poetry is quite simple. Uh, he watches some fisting porn, includes a link to the video, or embeds the video, even better, and then um, writes a short poem about it. For instance, uh, here's a video from Brohole FF. <laughs> Pretty standard. Gay fisting clip. Let's class up this pornography with a poem. Bro fist me so I can bro moan to our bromance. And that's how it's done. Short, sweet, and poignant. Here's another gay fisting clip. Okay. That is a fist entering a butthole repeatedly. I know it sounds like an unbalanced washing machine. Even though this clip was like five seconds long, Fist Poet found the art in it. And it inspired him to write this poem. Let's make some home churn butter in your hole. And another. That is a gurgly, angry hole. But Fist Poet hears something else. Let us hear your sultry moans for a hole which takes more than double and moan and treble. Guys, I think we really are witnessing a new art form here. Did I say art form? Oh, yeah. Obviously, I meant fart form. Oh, yeah. Fart on me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See? Some other short poems here. This guy is fisting an asshole all the way up to his armpits. Uh-huh. Bob, you see that fucking pit to your shoulder? That's fucking pit on my pussy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> this poem better include the words pit on pussy. I didn't know that my pit and your pussy shared a language. One of slapping and slopping, of kissing and rubbing. I would like an entire book of this guy's poetry. Dear God, I hope it's not a picture book. Fuck. Uh, A pup in a mutt with a side of big hand. That's not a very good poem. Shit, fuck. Let's uh, let's do one more and then we'll move on. These guys can barely form words. They're grunt fucking. Yeah, so this, this video actually featured two guys getting fisted. The middle guy was doing the fisting and getting fisted, which prompted this poem. No, that is not the actual poem. The actual poem is, Don't we all want a chain unbroken of man after man fisting, poking? Thank you. Finally, you know, at least someone's trying to class up the fisting fetish community. I applaud the effort. 
Speaking of listener-submitted Tom Fuckery, I also wanted to give a shout-out to Basic Bitch, who found a new TikTok for us. He goes by several names. Herobrine, Lucifer, John. He does seem to think he is Lucifer. God wanted angels, and we just into existence. It's just like... I remember seeing pitch black, nothing, and then poof, white clouds everywhere. It's like, where the heck am I? And then uh, he told me I had to do a job and supervise the universe as an archangel. I was like, I'm an angel? What's an angel at first? And then it's just like, poof. and then you get teleported into a space where it's full of stars and everything. It's like, what is this? this what is this? And he's then there's another angel beside me talking about Earth and stuff. And this is like, what the world? God picked him to supervise the world. I think even the most religious people would kind of question God's judgment at that one. Like, it's it's shaking my faith, that's for sure. Here's another video. Okay, um, here's a fact that even my girlfriend don't know about me that I'm going to tell you guys. I'm not supposed to have products that have Red 40. So he's holding up uh, a bag of Doritos and Big Red. I guess even though he's not supposed to have Red 40, he's consuming Red 40. In them. I mean, he's fucking Lucifer. He can he can do what he wants. Because of what the school did, where they replaced my milk with Big Red for years because I was lactose intolerant. That does sound like something the U.S. educational system would do. Bottled water costs too much. So they'll give me a free Big Red every day. Because they must supply food and drink. Yeah, I did get a drink. But um, the Big Red eventually broke down my uh, ability to process Red 40. Or any type of other red drink. That's why my lips are red right now. Because I'm drinking the red stuff. My body just stores it up. And it eventually turns all my fluids Blood red. What he's saying makes absolutely no sense, of course. But if he is peeing red, it might be blood, right? These Utahs are always having problems like that. And this guy lives in squalor. Like, I'm looking at his walls. They're filthy. There's holes in his ceilings. You know, standard Utah living conditions. Yeah, because I can't break down the red dyes and it just stacks. You could just pick another super sweet drink to chug. Never heard of anyone who's had an addiction to Big Red. It must be an angel thing. Oh, speaking of which, I've got a video here where he talks about his time with Jesus. You know, you know, this guy's been around since the world was created. Okay, before I say this, I want to make this fact clear. At the time, I was a African-American uh... merchant. And Jesus was African-American. Jesus grew up in New Jersey, apparently. Oh, my God. This kid is so fucking stupid. Just so you know. Yeah, oh. Just so you know, the only reason why Jesus was uh, white in the painted photos was because brown, gold, purple, and sometimes blue was hard to Get paint wise. Oh, like the pigments were hard to acquire. Black was sort of hard to get, but it was co- more common than the brown, gold, 
and blue. It was more common than all these. I'm ashamed because this was also the start of racism. And it's all because they couldn't figure out how to make brown paint. It's a crazy way that racism got started. But you can take it from Lucifer because, you know, he was there. Let's move on. I know a lot of you freaks have been asking for a Mead Skelton update. He's been pretty erratic with his weigh-ins. Although the last couple times, he's pretty full of himself right now because he got under 280. He was in the uh, high 270s, which is great. You know, he's going in the right direction. I haven't really been giving him the, uh, the greatest support. I think I've been saying the same thing over and over, and that is he's going to gain so much weight due to the holidays because he has absolutely no self-control. Oh, real quick, before we get to the weigh-in part, I did want to mention uh, he posted on the Apricity, one of the funniest things I've, I've read in a while. He started a new thread with the title, Why do people think I'm a racist? I, I, what? <laughs> how can he himself not see how he comes off as racist? I mean... Do I even need to play his song here? They keep saying the black lives matter. <laughs> well, that's news to me. That's the first line of the song. And it just gets worse from there. Well, Shanique was standing in the welfare line. She's got her EBT card and she's doing fine. And do black lives matter when they go splatter? They're killing each other every day. The actual post is, uh, I don't understand. <laughs> of course not. But online people keep calling me racist. It's like the worst thing, question mark. I guess to me, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Well, at least he's being honest. However, I'm not that. First of all, racist is a made up term by communists. Uh, either way, I'm definitely not that. I don't hate any race. I just don't cater to the mentality of race baiters and racialists who insist on everything being equal when that isn't the reality. I don't hate anyone based on their race. I hate them based on their character. According to the leftist, the cardinal sin is racism. However, misguided sexual perversions child grooming and killing babies in the womb are perfectly acceptable what a clown world now the thing about the apricity you know the forum where mead posts it's a pretty right-leaning board the consensus though is uh, yeah mead you're a racist when a person acts like a racist they're taken for a racist this can't be new information for you says bakersfield chimp Someone else said, you use false reasoning while excusing real racism. Like, quote, sure, I beat my dog, but leftists are just fine with child abuse. Does that make sense? So uh, Mead got angry here and he's like, oh, what happened to this board? <laughs> I used to love the apricity. He says, uh, it seems like this server has been taken over by liberals. I miss the good old days. And you know what good old days he's talking about. All right, back to the Wednesday weigh-in. See how things are going for old Mead here. Today, we're going to see if hopefully I lost at least one pound between that time. Um, and so we're going to see what we do. Now, I have been much better lately on my eat meal plan. I'm back to eating um, you know, no, no sweets or candy. Uh, Sunday, I did have some black-eyed peas and stewed tomatoes with um, collard greens. And then I had a small dessert. But it was yeah, what was that dessert? 
Desserts typically are sweet, right? <laughs> but it wasn't anything big. You know, just like only one slice of pie and maybe yeah. a couple slices of this delicious pumpkin bread. Yeah. Other than that, no sweets. Just those seven desserts. So today we're going to see what I weigh and see if um, I made any progress between Saturday and today. All right. So last week, Mead was 277. He's looking to lose at least one pound. Let's turn to the scale and see how he did. He did not lose one pound. He did not lose two pounds. Our boy hit a home run. He gained four, almost five pounds. Just to recap, he's been at this diet since August, and he's lost a whopping four and a half pounds. I think. Maybe five. I don't know. It seems like a lot of work for not so much of a payoff. Let's see how Mead uh, responds to this information here. Okay, folks. Um, This is very disappointing. Very, very, very disappointing. Here comes the excuse in... Three, two. I drank a lot of water this week. I do feel bloated from the water weight. Like, you know, whenever he loses weight, it's because of his discipline and his exercising. But if he ever gains, it's not because of the pie and the pumpkin bread and the 17 desserts he had in three days. It's the water weight. These numbers are deceiving. I have a feeling demonic forces are at play. They're pressing down on that scale when I step on it. This is the work of a succubus. This is very disappointing. Very, very, very disappointing. Sounds like my family when they listen to an episode of Distorted View Daily. Oh, Tim, this is disappointing. How did I gain back four pounds since I weighed myself Saturday, which was, what, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, four days? It's all the shit that you eat. It's not that hard to figure out. Now, I'm not going to blame creatine. I- Mere fact you're bringing it up, I think, means that you are blaming it. You know, later on in the comments, he uh, has another theory why he, why he weighs more. He said, uh, "Yeah, my hair, my hair could have added weight because I need to cut it. It's growing so long. In uh, more happy Mead Skelton news, he recently did a uh, live stream where he talked about his America's Got Talent experience. Um, America's Got Talent. Well, I could try. Now, I did audition for America's Got Talent years ago, and I got very close to getting on the show. But um, I don't know if they did a background check because <laughs> I was like really close to getting on in front of the celebrity judges. But all of a sudden they dropped me. Like they said, they said I was in the run-in to be on the show to be a contestant. And then I got a notice saying, I'm, I do apologize, but we can't use you on the show. And that just made me very upset. So I pulled out half my hair <laughs> on, the, on my head. But uh, I don't know what happened. Did they do? Did they look up something about me online? Uh, yeah, probably. They probably found some stuff. Just you know, some preliminary Google searching will will reveal plenty about me to skeleton. Now, this is before my Black Lives Splatter song, so <laughs> didn't have that. Um, I think I had. I think I did have pervert marriage. I think that was on there. Pervert marriage. Oh. Hey, let's see if it sounds good on ukulele. Mead finally felt inspired to sing Pervert Marriage live. Oh, it does. Oh, great. Yeah. The fruits love the ukulele. Pervert marriage, pervert. Ukulele, right? <laughs> marriage is not real marriage to me. Pervert marriage. 
marriage, pervert marriage, how can it be? <laughs> I don't mind the gays. They're perfectly fabulous in many ways, but I do not agree with homosexuality. Marriage should be between a man and a woman, that's how God said it should be. It's always an agenda they're pushing, not about equality. Pervert marriage, pervert marriage. You get the idea. Check out Mead's live stream if you want to hear the whole thing. I do have some more music I want to share with you, but uh, before we get into that, Stephen Dawson has asked that I give him just a minute on this podcast to clear something up. Uh, Yes, Stephen, go ahead. Hi, everyone. I thought clarify and all that. I haven't, I haven't involved, I wasn't, I haven't involved with Jeffrey Espine. It's Epstein, but uh, I think we understand what you're saying. There's been some allegations that Stephen Dawson's name has appeared on the flight logs of Jeffrey Epstein. You haven't been to his island? Or whether his name was or something, you know. I wasn't involved at all. I never was on his island anyway. Someone put this, someone put my face onto somebody else's body. You know, someone photoshooted my face onto somebody else's Photoshooted. body. Pretend so I was on dumb. Jeffy Espine, Estine, <laughs> S- S- or something with his name is. I, I was on his island, which <laughs> I never was anyway. So whoever photoshooted me and all that is not on. It isn't on me. It is inappropriate and totally unacceptable behaviour and all that. I was not on his island. I never was. I'll be tending I was on I was on in Ireland, but I never was in the first place anyway. Not sure why you would even admit to pretend to be on his island. It was just a fantasy. I would dream about being on Epstein's island. Then approach those little girls and be like ding dong <laughs> Alright, that's that's quite enough of Stephen Dawson. Before we get into the news, I wanted to introduce you to a new Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jackman. And uh, Jackman sings the hits. In this first clip, uh, he is singing The Final Countdown. Final Countdown has a really long intro, so let me just fast forward and uh, go ahead and take it away, Jack. Okay, he might be deaf. And maybe we come back to think we can tell. Again, this is no one to blame. Okay, deaf or foreign? What's your guess, freaks? Well, maybe both. We think it will be the same again. Is the The final countdown. <laughs> if only it was the final countdown. No, there's like four minutes left in this song. The final countdown. Right, maybe final countdown is in his song. Here he tries his hand at uh, Circle of Life from The Lion King. It's mine and strong. Take your life. I think he was trying to say circle of life there. Okay, 
I'm not convinced this is English. Nailed it. Uh, Let's end with one more song. You know, it was just New Year's and every New Year's when the ball drops. The very first song that plays is John Lennon's Imagine. Here is Jack Mann's version of that. Happy 2024, freaks. Imagine death, no waving. It's going to be retarded. It's as if you try. By the way, looking through all of his videos, I can confirm he is foreign. Living life in peace. Cuckoo. Sounds like he's saying cuckoo. Cuckoo. And now for my impression of a chicken. Cuckoo. Okay, that's enough of Jack, man. I bet you he could sing a lot better in his own native tongue. So let's cut. Cut the man some slack. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right now. Are two episodes of DV a week not enough for you? I've got some great news. Believe it or not, I am here every single day, Monday through Friday. Three of the episodes, though, are just for Sideshow members. Why not sign up right now so you catch every episode of DV, every second of stupidity? If you don't drop a few IQ points after a few weeks of listening to DV, I haven't done my job. Uh, memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. When you sign up, you get access to a personalized RSS feed that you can plug into most podcasting apps, and you'll get all the free episodes and exclusive shows. Works with Overcast, Apple Podcasts, uh, Pocket Casts. Now, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up for access right inside those apps. That's super quick. Just a few taps on your mobile phone, you'll gain access to the exclusive episodes. For more information on all the ways to sign up, go to distortedview.com and, of course, superfreaksidja.com. Other ways to help support this program, because believe it or not, I do this thing for a living. I've been relying on you guys since, uh, what, 2006, 2007 to live? And you have not let me down yet. Uh, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. It's just another way to help support the program. And, of course, we've got merchandise. Check out distortedview.com. We've got T-shirts, mugs, you know, all sorts of good stuff over there. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, there's a lot of reasons someone might be upset with Taco Bell. Gave you the shits. Been there. They messed up your order. That's a problem with all fast food. The prices continue to go up at Taco Bell. It's ridiculous. Growing up, you know, you'd spend three or four bucks and you'd leave Taco Bell full. They literally had 69 cent tacos. It was a goddamn utopia we were living in. And you know what decade that was, my friends? The 90s. But I digress. The incident that took place in this first news story, though, features a man who I just feel doesn't have the right to be upset with Taco Bell. An incident at a Taco Bell on Long Island involved a man who was extremely upset because he allegedly ruined his microwave. 
by heating a Taco Bell order in an aluminum-lined container. Like, whose fucking fault is that? Who doesn't know? You can't put aluminum. You can't put metal like that in in a microwave. But fucking foil? Jesus Christ. The TikTok video captured the agitated customer angrily confronting a Taco Bell employee, threatening legal action against the restaurant for his damaged microwave. During the exchange, the man, noticeably upset, rejected the employee's offer of a replacement order. (laughs) Yeah, we'll, we'll give you a chalupa for free. Instead, he aggressively demanded additional food and compensation for the microwave. The man claims it full-on exploded. The situation escalated when the man accused the employee of smirking. I tracked down the video here. Apparently, the, the person who originally uploaded it deleted it, uh, deleted his video, but I found someone who uh, re-uploaded it. So let's uh, take a listen to this altercation. You're done. You're fucking done. I'm going to shoot your ass for yeah. You're done. You'll never work in this town again. Like, dude, you're talking to a Taco Bell employee. If he gets fired, he'll just uh, walk across the street to Arby's. Now, I want you want to hold or do you want to hold the food? I want to hold the food. Boss, you guys are going to pay for my fucking microwave. Yeah, the audio isn't too clear, but I, I did hear him say it blew up my fucking microwave. The dude, not surprisingly, is uh, old. It blew up. Oh, you're smiling. Yo. Oh, he slapped him! Yo, what the fuck? Yo, what the fuck? What's going on with you, bro? Nah. Yeah, don't let them do it to you, Are you the manager? Yeah, according to the news story here, the situation escalated when the man accused the employee of smirking and then proceeded to hit him. The employee responded in shock and confusion, leading to a tense and violent moment. A woman, identifying herself as the manager, intervened. The original video posted by the Cringe Fringe was taken down, but has been re-uploaded by another account. Online reactions were varied, with one commenter suggesting the man uh, educate him on microwave usage. Yeah, really, it's not Taco Bell's fault. Uh, And hinting at possible legal consequences for his actions. Yeah, I mean, he hit a dude. Another commenter expressed a desire to have taught him a lesson in customer service. A subsequent video showed police officers engaging with the irate man. Details about the specific location of the Taco Bell and any potential charges against the man remain unknown. Second story we have for you today. When you're out and about in public around people, should you hold in your farts or should you let your ass blast? Well, according to this next news story, suppressing the urge to pass gas while in public, though seemingly courteous, can have adverse health consequences. For instance, the fart might actually get sucked back up into your stomach and explode your abdomen. Okay, that's not exactly what the article states here. Farts, a natural byproduct of digestion, occur due to gases produced by gut bacteria and swallowed air. These gases, often sulfurous and foul-smelling, are released during the breakdown of food by microbes, as explained by Dr. Philip Mayhead, a gastroenterologist at Benedin Hospital. He notes that digestion and air swallowing during eating or drinking are common causes. So far, you're not really telling us anything new here. There's not, there's not a news aspect to this story. People fart because of what they eat. Oh, shit. Although temporarily holding in gas by tightening the anal sphincter might be harmless, regularly doing so could lead to several issues, like mouth gas. Farting from your mouth? 
Surprisingly, restraining a fart can lead to odorless gas exiting through the mouth. As long as it's odorless, this happens when gas from the rectum passes through the gut wall, enters the bloodstream, and is expelled through the lungs. Unlike burping, mouth gas doesn't smell since sulfurous compounds don't get reabsorbed. Well, that just sounds like that sounds like a good thing. It's not an issue. You can either fart from your ass and it stinks, or the gas could be released from your mouth and uh, no one would know. It doesn't smell bad. Uh, bloating is also a common result. If you hold in those farts, the swelling can make the stomach feel uncomfortably full, often accompanied by rumbling noises. The NHS over there in the UK suggests that regular exercise, chewing with your mouth closed, all you disgusting grazing cows, that's for you, and drinking plenty of water can mitigate bloating. All right, cramping, holding in gas can intensify discomfort, indigestion, known medically as uh, dyspepsia. Indigestion is another consequence. This is the dumbest art. Like, we all know this. Heartburn, diverticulitis, Chronic suppression of gas can lead to the formation of air pockets in the digestive tract. These can become inflamed, resulting in uh, diverticulitis, a condition that may turn severe and lead to infection. Symptoms include abdominal pain, worsening pain post-eating, constipation, diarrhea, blood in stool, and bloating. Are you sure it's blood in your stool and not because you're allergic to Red 40? Just stop eating Doritos and buying two liters of Big Red. By the way, both of those products would probably cause uh, farting as well. All right. uh, In summary, while holding in gas might be polite in public settings, doing so habitually can lead to a range of unpleasant and potentially serious health issues. Dear God, it must have been a slow news day. I just glanced at this one before I picked it for the show. I saw mouth gas and I was like, oh, my God, that's going to be awesome. People farting out of their mouths. Total goddamn letdown, right? Final story we have for you today. Chinese chess is back in the news. This may be an update to a previous news story we read. Uh, Yes, the story comes from China. Yes, the story actually comes from uh, Beijing. A Chinese chess player, Yang Chenglong, has filed a lawsuit against the National Chess Association of China, claiming mental distress. It all stems from the fact that he lost his title due to his actions during a recent competition. I guess apparently he won, then had a little too much fun celebrating, and that's when the problem started for Yan. Yan admitted to consuming alcohol and having an unfortunate incident in his hotel bathtub uh, that unfortunate incident was he um, shit all over the bathtub, attributing it to a combination of moderate beer consumption to celebrate his victory and food that upset his stomach, preventing him from reaching the toilet in time. This legal action follows a social media statement by the Chinese Chess Association, which detailed Yan's misconduct. The association's investigation concluded that Yan had damaged hotel property and behaved in a manner contrary to public decorum and norms. Cheng Kui, or Chinese chess, is a popular traditional board game, especially among the older generation. It's commonly played in public spaces like parks and sidewalks, attracting onlookers. Yan's lawsuit, filed in Henan province, demands a public apology from the association, a restoration of his reputation in the media, and compensation of approximately $14,000. He publicized his legal action by posting photos of the six-page complaint, 
and the addressed and stamped envelope on his social media account. Attempts to contact the Chinese Chess Association were unsuccessful. This guy might actually have a case because, like, look, he shit himself on his own time. It was an accident. Furthermore, the association investigated allegations of cheating against Jan during the tournament, but uh, could not substantiate these claims. So they can't prove he cheated. It was all, you know, on the up and up. And then afterwards, he was celebrating, got an upset tummy, and missed the toilet. We've all been there. Some people more often than others, like my aunt. Yeah, I was sick. <laughs> and I woke up coughing and it came out the back end. You cough so hard you shit yourself. Yeah, it was diarrhea. Oh, yeah. And, um... Yeah. Had to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Had to get up and change the sheet and the mattress cover and my nightgown. Oh. And the next day, the same thing. Oh, so now we're... Mattress cover. Two nightgowns. Three nightgowns. Three? Yeah. My poor aunt is always having problems. It it just came out without even me knowing it. Just slid right out of my ass. Right in the... While you're sleeping. While I'm sleeping. (laughs) That, my friends, is your distorted news. Thursday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of ya. Alright guys, love to hear from you freaks and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash show. You know all the ways to contact me. 206-666-4463 That's our voicemail line. Uh, if you pledge at least $5 to our Patreon account though, you get access to a special phone number where I will play your calls first. And yes, we've got some patrons checking in today. Hey, Jim, this is Ricey Fighter. Um, I was listening to today's show on the 8th, and the cartoon bit was absolutely hilarious. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was a Sideshow exclusive program, I think on Monday. And, you know, I'm always looking to reach new audiences, especially young kids. This podcast is really the only way I can reach young children, thanks to all those bullshit restraining orders. Anyway, it was always my uh, grand idea. I always had this this thought, like, you know, I should create a version of Distorted View for kids. Get them while they're young. I mean, nothing as hardcore and extreme as, uh, you know, this show, but kind of ease them into the world of DV. Then when they uh, reach a certain age, it'll be an easy transition to get them to listen to uh, the regular podcast. They'll be up to speed. I shared with uh, the Sideshow members my idea, a cartoon called DV Babies, in Infant's Distorted View. DV Babies, in Infant's Distorted View. DV Babies, will make you say chuckoo. When your diaper's full of poop and you want to be a freak. Just push your sister's face in it and breathe that fecal reek. I like dick nipples. I love rape jokes. Retards dancing. Sovereign citizens being arrested. Fat men sharing weight loss tips. Hey, what's with all the noise? Are you little cunt turds okay in here? Yes, So in addition to the killer theme song, I also produced a uh, first episode of sorts. In it, uh, baby Roy Killer War is trying to stretch open his asshole because he has a client coming over. Yeah, in this cartoon, baby Roy Killer War is a is still a prostitute. And so all of the other DV babies are trying to uh, help him dilate his uh, asshole to the size of a coconut. It's a, a whole thing. 
sign up and listen to Monday's episode if you want to hear it. I can't explain it. I mean, I think I did a pretty good job explaining it right there. You get the gist. Still, it's just something you have to hear. But I'm glad you liked it because it took uh, way too long for me to produce that stupid shit. I I hope you do more of them because I had never laughed so hard in a long time. Um, But speaking of the toilet explosion, I I hear it. um, I hear it. I know what you're doing. I know the Discord freaks know that um, I had the bomb squad come over to my house um, (laughs) a few weeks ago right after Christmas because I found my old grandpa's dynamite and um that's a different story but i want to let you know is that uh the bomb squad that came in uh they they were there when the uh the guide stones in georgia exploded and uh, apparently um the guide stones was nothing but trouble the local sheriff was there in the uh, with me um while they were removing the dynamite and they were saying that tweakers and fucking mess heads would hang out there all the time fucking crazy people they were fucking kicking homeless Ugh. people out crazies out and bomb squad comes in once a quarter because they brought fucking packages um suspicious packages and they have to fucking you know th- find out their bombs or not but here's the worst part fucking once a month crazy fucking cultists would go to the uh, Guidestones and sacrifice fucking sheep and goats. So uh, they have to send the poor new guy from the Department of Transportation to the local county to uh, fucking pressure wash their Guidestones once a month. Oh, what a job. I think we talked about the Guidestones here on the podcast a little bit. That's why he brought it up. So the Guidestones were like these big stone, I don't know, granite or something, uh, slabs that some guy paid to put up. And uh, they've been very controversial because it the inscription on the stones are kind of weird. It's I guess it was erected for future inhabitants. Like if there's some sort of disaster and we're all wiped out, these are like instructions on how to rebuild society. Like the inscriptions have stuff like you must maintain humanity, keep them under two, 500 million people, keep them in perpetual balance with nature. Unite humanity with a universal language. Balance personal rights with social... Like Some of these things make sense. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love. Seeking harmony with the infinite. Anyway, people uh, fr- got freaked out over the, the tablet. They, they think it has something to do with Satanism or like a cult or the, you know whatever. So that's why they would um, deface the guidestones. Apparently they would also uh, smear... The blood of animals and stuff. Like, it was just crazy. So I, I think the Guidestones are officially... Oh, yeah, they exploded. Someone someone blew them up. That's what uh, Ricey Fighter was talking about. Autistic Mexican here. So Mr. Tesla of Love wants a, a, a voicemail war? Uh-oh. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm not I'm not for that. I repented. So everybody shut the fuck up. Yeah. Everyone leave Autistic Mexican alone. <laughs> Uh, Otherwise, you know what you can do, autistic Mexican? You can all call them ableists, right? You guys are fucking assholes discriminating against uh, the mentally ill. Got into a car accident, though. Or whatever autism is. And uh, it looks like my vehicle is also going to be towed. Oh. oh, no. So, uh, hey, at least we got that in common. But no, I'm, I, I, don't, I, don't like, I, don't like, I don't like negativity. I want to keep shit positive. Yeah. I repented. Leave me alone. It's all good. It's all good. Well, I'm sorry you got into a car accident. Hey, Boop. That had come here. Long-time caller. First-time listener. Uh, hey, where's the unicorn hamster at? Um, yeah, it's been a while. That got me thinking. Uh, how do you feel about ranch? 
like ranch dressing. That's I, raunchy. I love ranch dressing. I feel like you'd be a fan of, of it. Of course. Uh, that said, you know, it's uh, it's thick. It's white. It's creamy. It's got a bit of zip to it. You know what I'm thinking? Don't you dare say it, you motherfucker. It's a lot like Miracle Whip. No! Which, as we all know, will not tone it down. <laughs> so, yeah, how do you feel about ranch? I uh, love ranch and everything it stands for. Hey, Tim. This is Point Toilet. And it's called up to ask a question. Sure. For what? No. For what? For what? For what? For what? For what? No, Tim. For what? For what? For what? For what? For what? <laughs> Yeah, on yesterday's show, we were uh, playing some arrest footage of a woman who just kept asking that after the police would tell her what's up, for what? And then the police officer would explain it, and she would respond with, for what? For what? You know, she just didn't want to hear anything. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Watch you guys to email me. Destroyedinterview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206 Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. This slid right out of my ass. Spread the distortion. STD tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Uh, tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive, so if you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Otherwise, I'll see you back on uh, Tuesday. Till then, bye, everybody. I really like shortbread, and whenever I'm in England, I, I go get a tin can of shortbread, and I was feeling kind of happy, kind of like I was biting into some shortbread, so tonight I wanted to dress like I was a can of shortbread. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.